was a boy who had a band of brothers. There was a boy who had a band of brothers. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. Far away! Far away! Far away! He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far. Good evening, Cobbacy families, and welcome to another Cobbacy Evening Fireside Podcast. The Braves and Warriors are in their beds, the sun has gone down over the bunks, and it's time for you to find out what happened today. Each morning before the boys sleepily shuffle off to morning flags, blue sheets are put on each wooden breakfast table. Each boy and each counselor looks over those blue sheets to see what will happen today, and this is your blue sheet report about what did happen today. Just in case you were wondering, today was pretty much... You know, in the in the Olympics, when a um, when a gymnast does like a bunch of crazy things and they're flying through the air, and you're like, "There's no way they're gonna land this," and they stick the landing perfectly and they put their hands back. That, if the gymnast was weather, this was the day that they stuck the landing. It is so great out there. We're gonna talk more about exactly how great, but 80 degrees today, right down Main Street, tiny breeze off the lake. The air was so wonderful and. The boys so excited to be out and racing around and having a blast. And it was just one of those perfect, perfect main days. Today was no alphabet day at all because it was Kaba Choice Day. I'll also get to that more in a little bit. OD shift was the Raiders. Kaba Lounge cleanup was a day off. Happy birthday today to baby Dan. That is one of our South African counselors. His name is Dan. Everyone calls him baby Dan because we also have big Danny, who is a six foot six, 350 pound former defensive end division one. So pretty much next to anyone, everybody is baby Dan, but baby Dan's a real guy here. He's awesome. He's really good at skits. He's lovely to everyone. He's extremely enthusiastic about his waterfront job and he just loves his boys. So happy birthday, baby Dan. Today's events. Today is Kaaba Choice Day, and also the Sachem went to Funtown Splashtown. It was a great day off, which is why we had Kaaba Choice Day, but also because Kaaba Choice Day is awesome. 10 and under blue team practice today at Lakeside, and 11 and under blue team practice, basketball in both cases, at Lakeside. 13 and under tennis practice also at Lakeside, and 15 and under soccer practice got moved to after dinner because the Sachem were not back from Funtown Splashtown. So there will be a 1500 soccer intercamp coming up soon, and that practice happened today. Obviously, with this kind of weather, sunscreen and water was one of our important announcements. Also important today, just as an important announcement, we got visited by John Sadwith. He attended Camp Cobbacy for Boys, starting in 1957 and finishing in 1964. Spent seven years here. His father, and his grandfather both went to Camp Cobbacy. His grandfather went in the 1910s and 20s when there was just a bunch of baker tents, which is a type of canvas tent, scattered around Lake Cobbacy County. There are pictures from those times. They literally built all of the different stuff that they used out of rope and wood, campcraft pioneering style. Pretty impressive. Laundry day today was nobody because the laundry ladies had the day off but tomorrow is Onondaga, Arapaho, Pasquani, and Apache and then fun facts about Cobbacy staff Sophie Mazaro, one of our PACs over in Braves played for Team USA field hockey in Barbados 
Evening activities tonight, we had Watermelon League all around. Everybody's competing. And then tomorrow, the big night, MTV night, tomorrow night. Here it comes. In the hole, Braves have Bunk Night, Warriors, Waterfront, Council, and Sachem have Watermelon League. Let's talk a little bit about the difference between a regular Camp Cobbacy session and Cobba Choice. Today's Cobba Choice Day, so it's an important topic. When you get to Cobba Choice at the end of the day, you have done a bunch of things that you're most, if you're a fifth grader and above, you've already picked that schedule anyways, but you go to tennis or you go to soccer or you go to fishing and it's meant to be instructional for the first 20 to 25 minutes. And then a series of scenarios where you get closer and closer to a full game scenario. And it's, it builds like that skill wise, which is why you see in the pictures, a lot of instruction and so on. Cava choice either is just the icing. So just the game or just the event or just the something but also perhaps a very intense honing down on one skill. So sometimes it'll be a three-point shootout. Sometimes it'll be shooting on goal you know, for soccer. And sometimes it'll be, I don't know, uh, possibly something like getting up on one ski at, at water skiing. So today was all of that. All of the choice, all of the Kaba choice, and none of the, of the instructional side of things, none of the vegetables, just the dessert, as it were. 8.30 today, Reveille, 9 o'clock breakfast, 9.45 cleanup, and then 10.30, 11.30, 2.30, and 3.30 were all Kaba choice periods. So bear in mind, even if you are fifth grade and above where you have a lot of choice in your schedule, you're still getting more specific Kaba choice today than you would normally. 4.35 was Lakeside, and then we all came up for dinner, obviously. Um, we also had Watermelon League tonight. The Kaba choices for the day. Here comes a big list. This is all the stuff that happened today. During period one, the Braves had flying squirrel, awesome ball, dodgeball, and kickball. Period one for Warriors was archery, awesome ball, and woodshop, but also 5v5 at basketball, water skiing, and tennis. And Council had handball, that's team handball, a big soccer game, like a full entire soccer game, and ultimate frisbee. That was period one. Period two, Braves had a swim to Spider Island. They played a flag football game. They had open tennis, squash, and lacrosse game. Warriors had disc golf, also a swim to Spider Island, full-blown soccer game, again, different period, different game, but also lacrosse, and then field games. Council had awesome ball, the free fall on the second adventure tower, blobbing at the waterfront, uh, council keep away at Joey Field, and uh, and that was it for their, for their period. Period three for the Braves, we had lacrosse, we also had also more field games. They had a full mountain biking um, session, and that was also extended to Warriors, who besides that had ultimate frisbee, woodshop, and dodgeball, but also open tennis. Council had woodshop. They got to play in the playscape. They had a 5v5 full-blown basketball game, squash, and flag football. And finally, for period four, the Braves had World Cup, another set of archery, a tour with me called Finding Unexplored Areas in Cabasi with Josh, which is really secretly a nature hike. It's really great but also Sandcastle building, uh, a game of horse at Griff's Court, and then the Warriors had field games, woodshop, squash, stand-up paddleboard, frisbee, kickball, gaga, and disc golf. Wait, there's more. This is such a big list that there's a staple. Council had a vertical playpen at the second adventure tower, water skiing, a full-blown baseball game, and open tennis. Really a great day of Kaba Choice. And that is your Blue Sheet Report for today. Kaba Choice Day, the 25th. Of July.
It is a magnificent and busy thing to run Camp Coppice for boys, and each day I make it out of the office into the breeze and sunlight of camp itself and spend time with your boys. This is what I saw today. As usual, I have more than one anecdote. The first one is that I got to take a whole bunch of Braves, so seven, eight, and nine-year-olds, on a tour of unknown places, which, as I said before, is basically a nature hike. There is something about little guys, those seven, eight, and nine-year-olds, and the natural world that it is a perfect fit. We used to do this so much, and it got such press, the Tour of Unknown Places, that eventually council said, hey, what about us? We want to go to the Tour of Unknown Places, and they were happy to find themselves on a nature hike. But had we not already sold it to the Braves and had them talking about it, the oldest boys would not be interested. Little guys like to explore. The world of the Maine woods. Little guys like to explore, and the world of Maine woods is full of adventure. Full. It's pretty amazing to go into the woods with the intent of showing little guys, you know, what they can see. So we start off with how to walk silently, which they're totally into. They learn they shouldn't step on sticks. They should step on, you know, rocks or bare areas. The leaves are not their friends. Uh, Any moss is good. And they learn to walk like little ninjas here and there. They go really slow and they have little whisper fights about who's better uh, at walking quietly. But it's pretty great to watch them do it. And also when you do that for 40 or 50 yards, It doesn't take very long in the main woods to get to a place where you can't really hear the bustle and noise and rock music and reggae music of Camp Coppice. Instead, you hear the sounds of the birds in the trees. You can hear the larks moving back and forth. You can hear the osprey wheeling above. And you also, the boys start to learn that as you hear a bird moving from, you know, your right quadrant high up to your low Uh, left quadrant low down that that's a bird traveling through the forest and you get to start to think about his story and what he's up to where he might be flying to or if you just hear one of our starlings just singing and singing and singing they just think that that is background noise until they go on this hike and then they realize that is a bird staking out his territory and that's cool to think about today we uh, noticed that there was a bunch of logs that had crisscrossed across the track we were on the trail beautiful trail built for us by the Maine conservation corps and they learned that a fallen down tree will just revert to the forest as it breaks down. And they got to feel the broken down wood and feel how spongy it is. And then go feel a tree, a regular tree, and see how hard it is, almost like concrete. How does that process happen? So we go over to a big old stump that had been chopped off. And they, it was still hard too. And then one of the boys moves his foot. And it catches the edge of the bark and pulls off an entire chunk of bark. Maybe, I don't know, 18 inches long by... 10 or 20 inches across and underneath is an entire world there's four or five different colored slugs just sitting there and also an entire ant's nest little tiny little little sugar ants but their eggs were exposed and so in the with the wide eyes and the woes of all these little seven eight nine year olds all the ants took their eggs and their little pupae and they pulled them down farther into the log so they couldn't be exposed and All at once, the boys understood that that log and all the processes that were happening to it just underneath that bark is how those big trees turn into the forest floor. And you could see these connections being made, and the kids were looking around and be like, there's a fallen one over there. There's a fallen one over there. And then right at the last moment, right before we we stood up and moved, uh, one of the boys, Will, just goes, snake. And he looks down, and sure enough, there is a curled, looks like a baby snake for a second. I'm like, oh, I think that might be a snake. Everybody looks down and goes, cool. And instead, it's a salamander. Salamander curled away 
And as he did, his snake-like tail sort of moved through the log and vanished. And the boys wanted to, you know, pull up all the rest of the bark and see that salamander some more because salamanders are cool. But I kept them from doing that because we want that guy to get away and to go eat all those delicious ants and to be part of the ecosystem. And you could see this whole field of understanding come up in the boys' eyes. And that's pretty amazing to be able to do. It only takes 45 minutes, and there is so much wonder here in the woods of Maine. And it's great to spend that time with those little guys. They got to learn the yarrow. If you pull a yarrow leaf and then crush it in your hands and rub it back and forth and then rub it on your arms, that it's natural bug repellent, which is true. They also got to count the rings on a 168-year-old tree, a tree that is older than Cobbacy, older than, well, obviously the modern era, but older than most tech we use now. Their tree was here way, way back in the day. And then the last thing, really, I just wanted to say or talk about is that today I went down to Lakeside, and one of my favorite things to do at, the, at Lakeside is to actually not go all the way down to the water, but instead go to the hill above Lakeside where everyone who decided they weren't going to swim today is hanging out and rolling around, and they're laughing and telling stories, and you know some of them are reading a book off by themselves, sitting in their crazy creek seat. A couple of the boys came over and started talking to me about Sachem next year and how many boys there are going to be, and are we going to expand the building, and there's just sort of cobbacy centric talk happening and then you can hear james on the megaphone down at the waterfront call the end of the waterfront and then everyone walks up and watching a boy or his a boy and his buddies come up the hill from waterfront is a pretty epic or maybe distilled summer moment in that the boys are so relaxed they have run around all day long and they got all hot and sweaty Go to their bunks before Lakeside or actually reach into their backpacks, get their swimsuit on, and they go down and they get in beautiful Lake Cavasi Conti, and it's just perfect temp right now. The air is perfect, the water is perfect. They splash, they swim, they get all the wiggles out, and they're walking up, and they know they have about 23 minutes before dinner starts, and they are laughing, but they're walking slowly, they got their flip-flops on, and they, the air today was perfect. It was one of those things where the water, which I'm sure is not 80 degrees, but it's probably 78 degrees, and the air, which is 80, are so close in temp that when you give a high five to a boy, uh, the water that comes off his hand is the same air as the same temperature as the air. And it just feels like summer. We're all they're they're not cold, not even a little bit. Their hair is wet. They're smiling. They're grinning easily at each other, and it's just this. They just the slow walk through the the lengthening rays of the afternoon, the dying afternoon, fresh from the lake, headed off to another one of Lewis's meals, because it's the 25th of July, and they're at Camp Cavasi for boys. And that is another informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Cavasi for boys. Your boys will go to sleep tonight with good counselors watching over them, nodding off, surrounded by their friends. Loons sounding on the lake. All is well in this place set apart.